0: Today we are dealing with a way out of mess with Uncle Len.
1: Hello my radio friends, this is Len. I hope you've been enjoying the program so far. If you are new to these programs, we are sharing with you A series of talks under the title, Give Me the Bible. The theme of the series is, A Message of Hope and Good News for You. In the previous two programs, we found out that the Bible tells that the reason why there is so much sin and corruption in the world is because Satan, the originator of sin, came to this planet He wants to get his revenge on God. He also desires to be master and wants human beings to accept his rule, which happens to be based on deceit. In that sense, he has been very successful. The Bible teaches that all people have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We also learned that despite the mess individuals have gotten themselves into, God himself decided to do something about it and substituted himself in the place of sinful human beings. He took our punishment. We learned in a previous program that in order for him to be effective, the substitute would need the following attributes. A. He would need to live a sinless life. B. That he would need to be one from a higher state of existence than human beings. C. He would need to be the lawgiver, the one who made the law, as sin is a matter of law-breaking. D, he would need to be someone who would be willing to take the consequence of sin. And that consequence, of course, is death. And finally, E, he would need to be the life giver in order to give eternal life. We also learned previously that no human being is capable of being our substitute as that person would be in the same fallen condition as we are. So who, who is that substitute? Our substitute is Jesus Christ. Now, who was Jesus? The Bible tells us that he was God. Let me share some of the things the Bible says about him regarding his divinity. In the book of Matthew, the first book in the New Testament, chapter 1, verse 23, talking about Jesus being born in Bethlehem, he is called Emmanuel, which means God with us. And then in the book of John, chapter 1, verses 1 and 14, Jesus is called the Word, and this is what it says about him. It says the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Now in that same book, the book of John, chapter 17, and verses 5 and 24, it says that Jesus existed with the Father before the world began. Then also in the book of John, which speaks a lot about the divinity of Jesus, in chapter 8 and verse 58, Jesus is talking and he identifies himself as the self-existent one, the I am, who existed before Abraham. And then in Exodus, way back in the Old Testament, chapter 3 and verse 14, the the term I am is the name God gives himself. Jesus forgave sins. Only God can do that. And then in the book of Luke, chapter 2, verses 18 to 14, it records Jesus' birth and it says it was no ordinary birth. It was accompanied by the announcement from an angel that the little baby born in Bethlehem was no ordinary baby. He is Christ or Messiah, the Lord, the angel said. And the Bible records. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men. Nothing like this happened when I was born. What about you? And then another um, verse in the Scriptures that identifies Jesus as God in also, the book of John, chapter 20 and verse 28, Thomas, one of the disciples, in addressing Jesus, said, My Lord and my God. And going towards the end of the Bible in Hebrews chapter 1, verses 5 and 6, God the Father, speaking about Jesus, says, Your throne, O God, will last for ever and ever. And then in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 16, when he was asked who he thought Jesus was, Peter exclaimed, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God.
0: You are listening to the message of hope and the good news for you. And this is Uncle Len with Give Me the Bible. We are taking a short break right now and we'll be back uh, just in a couple of minutes. We'll play a song and please enjoy.
1: Yes, this is Len again and uh, we've been talking about who Jesus was and we've uh, looked at a number of scriptures that show quite clearly that Jesus was God. But some of you may be puzzled by a statement from the book of Colossians chapter 1 and verse 15 which identifies Jesus as the firstborn of every creature The inference is that if Jesus was born, being the firstborn, then how could he be God? Good question. The situation is that the word firstborn has more than one meaning. Some words have various meanings, as you will well know. Take the word stone, for example. This can mean a small rock, 14 pounds, the hard bit in the middle of a peach, and it has about 10 other meanings. The word firstborn can mean born first, but it also means preeminent or most important. Those who maintain that the word firstborn means born first, this is uh, from the book of Colossians, have to ignore other statements in the Bible like those I've just previously mentioned, which clearly shows that Jesus was divine. They also have to ignore that the word firstborn was translated from the Greek word prototakos, Those who speak Greek would know that this word means most important or with the highest privileges. And therefore the statement means that Jesus was and is the most preeminent of any living being. Consider also when Jesus was born. If he was the firstborn, then he would have to be born first. But was Jesus' birth at Bethlehem before the birth of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob? Of course not. It shows a lot of ignorance to apply the meaning born first to this passage of scripture when it really means the greatest. Christmas is sometimes known as the silly season because of all the frenetic activity associated with it. The buying of gifts, the preparation of Christmas meals, the sending of cards, family get-togethers, holidays and so on. But sometimes in all the activity, the reason for the season is overlooked the reason we celebrate Christmas is that unless God intervened to rescue people that is those who are willing to be rescued from the clutches of Satan and sin there would be no hope for anyone the good news is that Jesus came and that was the beginning of the process by which sinful human beings could be forgiven and through which they could receive eternal life, God's original plan for man. In the Old Testament book Isaiah chapter 53 is a prophecy about Jesus. I will quote from verses 5 to 7 and from verse 12. It says this, But he was pierced for our transgressions, or sins. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him that is, Jesus the substitute, the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. He poured out his life unto death and was numbered with the transgressors. For he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Now that indeed was an announcement of good news. He bore the sins of many and made intercession for the transgressors. And that includes you and it includes me. Now, Instead of having to die permanently because of the sins we may have committed, God took the action to free us and to give us eternal life as part of the deal. Of course, if anyone chooses not to take up God's kind offer, that's okay. They have the freedom to reject his offer. But these people must accept the punishment for their own sins that is, eternal death. John chapter 3, verse 16 is probably the best-known verse from the whole Bible. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. What a loving God that he should do that. When Jesus was on this earth, there were several tasks that he undertook. They were to show us how to live, to save us from the consequence of our sins, as we've just discussed, to give his own life for the sins of the world, and to reveal to us what God is like. When Jesus was on the earth, he called himself Son of Man, but he was also called Son of God. So people for centuries have wondered, was he just another human or was he divine? The simple fact is that while on earth, he put aside his divinity and lived as a man. Why did he not come as a bright angel or as a superman or some such stupendous being? Simply this, because he had to live a sinless life in the same everyday situations as human beings have to face. As far as that is concerned, he had no advantages. He also needed to identify with humans. It was necessary that ordinary humans could understand him as one of us. Have you ever heard the saying, you don't know how another person feels unless you've walked in their shoes? Jesus walked in our shoes. He has been through the life experiences that affect us. He's been hungry, happy, sad, cold, misunderstood, tempted to do wrong, and all the other things we have to deal with. The Bible says in speaking of Jesus in Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 15, For we do not have a high priest, talking about Jesus after he returned to heaven, who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet without sin. That helps me understand that he understands what the human condition is like. And there, the next verse says, Let us therefore approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. What a wonderful God to do that for me. What a wonderful God to do that for you. We are invited to ask for mercy and grace. And we have the promise that we will receive it. Next week, I want to talk to you about how you personally can gain mercy and grace and forgiveness, and about how you can have eternal life too. We've been dealing with grand ideas and themes. Most people do not want to die. If there was some sort of medicine to keep one living forever, then it would be the most sought-after medicine ever. Well, there is no such medicine, but there is a way. I hope you will join me again next week, on the same station and at the same time. Until then, this is Len. Wishing you God's blessings and peace and joy.
0: Thank you for listening to our program today. And if you want to find a way out of mess, I will encourage you to read the Bible. And the Bible will have many answers for you. We'll uh, end this program with a beautiful song by um, Harmony Quartet and the song uh, it's entitled Read the Bible. God bless you all and see you next time.
2: It is like a game and the nice guys finish last Pay no attention, to rules, they were made for fools To get ahead you're gonna be real fast But But the big big letdown is bound to come When you can't find peace of mind Not the kind of peace that this old world gives They need peace of a different kind God made the rules and he wrote them all down he gave them to all mankind You can live your way But sooner or later you pay If you try living over the line There are a lot of good books That'll make you anything From a lawyer to a gourmet cook But my friend I wanna tell That when all else says, Why don't you try reading God's book? That we face in this life that's not covered in this blessed rule book And Telling how we should live and how to win in the end We just all to take a time to look Why you suffer the pain mistakes we bring When you try to play the game your way Whenever there's a doubt check the rule book out you need to see what it has to say. God made a ruse and he rolled him all down and he gave him to all mankind. You can live your way, but sooner or later you pay if you try living over the line. There are a lot of good books that will make you anything from a lawyer to a good cook. But my friend, I want to tell that when all else fails, why don't you try reading God's book? But my friend, I want to tell that when all else fails, why don't you try reading God's book? Make you anything from a lawyer to a gourmet cook But my friend I wanna tell if all else fails Why don't you try reading God's book? But my friend I wanna tell if all else fails Why don't you try reading God's book?